Welcome to the best kept secret video cast and podcast from Centricity. If you're a B2B service professional, use our five-step process to go from the grind of chasing every sale to keeping your pipeline full with prospects knocking on your door to buy from you. We give you the freedom of time and a life outside of your business. Each episode features an executive from a B2B services company sharing their provocative perspective on an opportunity that many of their clients are missing out on. It's how we teach our clients to get executive decision makers to buy without being salesy or spammy. Here's our host, the co-founder and CEO of Centricity, Jay Kingley. I'm Jay Kingley, co-founder and CEO of Centricity. Welcome to another episode of our Best Kept Secret podcast, where I'm happy to welcome Rob Bavarnik of Bavarnik & Associates. And Bavarnik & Associates is a business law firm representing small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs in general corporate, business litigation, and debtor-creditor relations. Rob and his firm is based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rob. You know, um, I always love talking with attorneys because in my experience, business owners and attorneys are often like oil and vinegar. And and I think it's not that that there's a fundamental issue. I think the challenge is that most business owners don't understand how to work with an attorney. And I, I know for myself, when I was starting uh, my business career, I had a really nice uh, partner actually at, a, at an old firm in uh, Philadelphia who sat me down and he was wise and I was ignorant. And he said, Jay, let me tell you the secret for how you should work with attorneys. So Rob, I'm going to ask you to stand in for that gentleman and tell our audience what are business owners getting wrong when it comes to understanding how to work with attorneys? Jay, let, by, let me let me start that answer by telling you what a friend of mine says that a lot of business owners think of lawyers. They think of lawyers as the department of no, and that's that's true to a certain extent. Our job as lawyers is to keep the business owner, the business out of trouble. And so what's happening is most of these business owners don't want to talk to lawyers because too often they are told what they can't do. And what obviously what lawyers try to do is they try to come up with creative ways to get the lawyer, excuse me, the business owner to be able to do what they want to do, staying within the bounds of the law. Why is it, Rob, do you think that most business owners You know, even when they know they need to work with an attorney, they really don't seem to understand how to establish that relationship. You know, where's the struggles from your point of view? Oftentimes is being contacted by potential clients later rather than sooner. Like in anything else, if you contact a lawyer when it's an emergency situation, the options are a lot fewer. So that's why it is better for the business owner to connect with a lawyer sooner and develop a longstanding relationship. That way, it's in, in, it's in the best interest of both the lawyer and the business and the business owner because the lawyer understands the ins and outs of the business and can provide better advice for that particular business. Well, Rob, the other thing that I think is confusing to business owners it seems like there's a thousand flavors of 
different types of lawyers with all their specialty, you know, and, and sometimes we think a lawyer's a lawyer's a lawyer until we reach out to someone and you hear that, well, we don't practice that law. We don't handle those issues. So what type of an attorney should a business owner look at as their primary contact, if you will, the if I use uh, healthcare as an example, what attorney serves the equivalent role as the primary care physician? It's actually a really good analogy because what you want is the captain of the ship. And so in, if you're talking about in the healthcare field, you have your internist, your primary care physician, and you go to him for everything. And then when there's a particular need, that individual will be able to refer you to a specialist. It's the same thing in the law world where the business owner is going to want to have a, a corporate lawyer with a wide range of skills, but it's not going to be complete. So uh, there are a lot of lawyers that aren't going to be doing heavy regulatory work or something like that. Uh, and so, but they should know who to go to. And so what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to be comfortable enough with your attorney that was the business owner can speak with that person. And when there is an issue that comes outside of their core competency, they'll be able to say, I don't do this, but let me give you the name of one or more people who do that so you can go. And I will remain as the captain of the ship to make sure that the matter is handled properly. Right. I think that uh, that makes good sense to me. So when in the life cycle of a business should you seek to establish that relationship? And again, I'm going to use that primary care analogy. You know, in, in healthcare, they tell you, get a physical, get your wellness visit once a year. How often outside of any particular issues should you be sitting down with your outside counsel and just doing a review of your business and making sure that things are on track from a legal perspective? Frequently. What a small to sized business owner should look at is how do the big guys, the, 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 the large companies, do they go out and hire a lawyer when they need one? No. They have a lawyer on staff. Why is that? So in any given day, when there is an issue back in the day when we were not all remote, the business owner would walk down the hall, walk into the lawyer's office and say, hey, here's the issue du jour. What do we do about it? Same thing here is that the smart move for the business owner is to have a relationship with the lawyer that starts early, the beginning. Ideally, uh, perhaps even when the company is first getting getting formed and starting, so that way the business owner will have that longstanding relationship. And you don't need to talk to the lawyer every day, but what you might want to do is to set aside an hour once a month to go through major things that have hunt and other things that the business owner might be thinking about. Now, Rob, I, I know lots of uh, business owners and I know what they're thinking right now. Oh my God, you know, this is going to cost me a fortune. They bill every six minutes. They cough, I'm getting a bill. I sneeze, I get a bill. But, you know, I want you to address the way you should work with an attorney, but I want you also to do it in the context of the benefits to the business of having this kind of relationship and what it means to the business owner to know that someone is looking out on, you know, for their legal issues. You're absolutely right that lawyers bill in six minute increments. Keep in mind that we sell time for a living. 
So that's our stock in trade. Having said that, we as lawyers know that business owners, like everybody, hate getting nickel and dimed to death. Uh, I know lawyers always found that clients are far more amenable, and I'm not sure that's the right word, to when they get their bill, to seeing a number of hours spent on uh, an asset purchase agreement on some piece of litigation than they are to phone call, phone call, email, email. And so what what you want to do as the business owner, keep in mind, you control the relationship. And so when you set up that relationship at the very beginning, come up with the guidelines that fit well with what you need. And if that lawyer is not willing to do that, then you sit there and say, maybe this lawyer is not looking out for my best interest, but their own best interest. And it may be time to find a different lawyer. And Rob, the, the, the benefits of doing things the way that you suggest, you know, again, how's that business going to benefit? How is the business owner going to benefit? What that lawyer wants the business owner to do is to call more frequently rather than less frequently. Why? Because they want the, the business to stay out of trouble. Now, I remember uh, when I was a kid, there was a commercial for Purolator oil filters. And I've always remembered the tagline. I remember the commercial. It was, get the oil filter now for two bucks. That shows you how old I am, as opposed to the $2,000 engine rebuild. And the tagline was, you can pay me now or you can pay me later. And so in that commercial, by paying the small amount of money, you are preventing a big problem down the road. Same thing with an attorney. Invest a little bit in the beginning ongoing so that you don't have to pay significantly more when there is an emergency or there is some major issue. And what about the business owner? What do you think, knowing that they've got their legal issues under control? You know, uh, what's life like for them? I would say three words, peace of mind. The business owner is worried about a lot of things. If they can, and if the lawyer can take some of those things off that business owner's plate, that business owner is going to say, I don't have to worry about that. That's under control. I can worry about the stuff that I do best, which is making my business even more successful. Well, and I, I can tell you, unfortunately, from uh, personal experience, that when those legal issues uh, raise their head because you didn't uh, preempt them, uh, peace of mind is a fantasy that you will be dreaming about when you are thick with litigation or regulatory issues or what have you. So an ounce of prevention is a pound of cure, whatever that saying is. All right. So Rob, let, let's get to the last uh, part of this discussion, which is you, you've laid out, I think, a, a different way than most people are using to form that relationship with their attorney and really considering their attorney as part of their team, their executive team, if you will. You've put some compelling arguments on the table for why they should do it. So let's talk about how you would actually execute that if you are a business owner. What are the steps that you need to take to form this kind of relationship? First thing you want to do is you want to find an attorney who is going to be amenable to doing this. You, you as the business owner can go online, you can type in something like, fractional general counsel, part-time general counsel. That is something that over the last number of years has been a change in the legal profession as opposed to 
lawyers just doing the time and materials or the hourly, and they've come up with ways to be, in essence, an outside general counsel. So what you want to do is go on, on to Google, look that up, educate yourself, then go into your network to see if your network knows anybody that would fit that bill, because while you can just make a random phone calls off the internet, I think that what, what you're going to be better served by doing is talking to people that you know and trust and say, this is what I'm looking for. Do you know somebody who does it this way? And there are a lot, presumably somebody within your network is going to know that. And that would be the first step. And then once you find that person, it's all about relationship. You have to feel like the attorney cares. Uh, I'm assuming that confidence is a given, but you have to really feel like this lawyer cares about you as a an individual, both in terms of being the business and the business owner. Rob himself has a really interesting background and story to tell. And when we come back, we'll go through uh, and learn a little bit more about Rob. Are you wondering how much longer you have to grind and chase for every lead conversation and client? Would you like clients to knock on your door so you no longer have to pitch, follow up and spam decision makers? Well, Centricity's Category 1 program uses a proven five-step process that will help you get in front of the decision makers you need by spending less time doing all the things you hate. It's not cold calling, cold email, cold outreach on LinkedIn or any other social media, or even spending money on ads, but it does have a 35 times higher ROI than any of those things leveraging your expertise and insights at your prospects and network value. The best part, even though you'll see results in 90 days, you get to work with the Centricity team for an entire year to make sure you have all the pieces in place and working so you can start having freedom of time and a life outside of your business. So email time at centricityb2b.com to schedule an 18-minute call to learn more. Welcome back. Now let's find out a little bit more about Rob. Rob, you've been an attorney for, I guess, year two or three maybe a little bit more. Uh, you have your own firm. So let's start with what legal issues do you focus on with your clients and what do you think you bring to the table that uh, causes them to get a lot of value working with you? What I do is I focus on all things business, whether it's drafting of a contract, suing, defending a lawsuit, or working on the debtor or creditor side if a client needs to have their debts renegotiated with the bank or whomever it is, or representing creditors in one way or another in a bankruptcy. So those are the types of things we do. And one of the things that I've always prided myself is our tagline, which is looking at legal issues through the eyes of a business owner. Don't over lawyer the deal. And what do I mean by that? I, what I say to people is first and foremost, I run a small business. So everything that I do during the course of the day is as a small business owner. So I am in tune to what the small business owner is doing. The other thing is don't over lawyer the deal. I used to be at a large firm where the billable hour was key because the, in the large firm, they're more interested in that last dollar. But as a small business owner, I recognize don't do something just because it can be done do something that needs to get done to further the cause of the business and the business owner. Rob, the second question I have for you, and you know, we, we all hear 
the jokes around uh, our society has too many lawyers. But in fairness, I can't think of a profession where competitive intensity isn't at an extreme level. So I'm interested in the key way that you differentiate yourself. And the way I always ask this question is, I don't know anyone out there that's looking to hire a lawyer who is, an, who is average. We all want to hire the best that our budget can afford. So what are the attributes that you think makes you and Bavarnik and Associates really great at what it is that you do? I would say first and foremost, creativity. Uh, Edward Bennett Williams, who I used to own the Baltimore Orioles and his attorney, years and years ago, he said the difference between a good and a great lawyer is the ability to be creative. What happens is, as we're talking about at the beginning, you don't want the lawyer to just say no. You want the lawyer to say no, but here's how you get it done. Because the business owner is trying to move forward and you as the lawyer want to make sure that that happens. So that's one of the things that we have always prided ourselves on is being able to do that. My, my last big question for you, uh, you know, and I encourage, as I always do, uh, all of our listeners to go on to LinkedIn and uh, look up Rob and we'll, we'll put this information in the show notes, but look up Rob, connect with him on LinkedIn. You get a sense of his legal career. But what I always find interesting is to understand not the what, Rob, you've done, but the why you've done it. So what was the, you know, one or two things maybe in your personal life, in your professional life that really put you on your path to having your own firm? So I think that I've always been entrepreneurial at heart. And I spent nine years at a boutique business bankruptcy firm. And then I went to a large firm. And while I enjoyed my time at the large firm and still have a lot of great friends there, I said, I think I can build a better mousetrap. And so that urge caused me to want to go out on my own. So now a number of years ago, I did go out on my own. And I will say, I was so convinced that I had every single answer that I wasn't going to have any problems that anybody else has ever had. And let me tell you something, I was 100% wrong that I made all the mistakes that every new entrepreneur, whether it's in law or anything else made. But that made me a better lawyer because now I understand, again, I understand the mindset of the business owner, particularly the entrepreneur, of what they do. It's been fun. Um, as, as I've said to people, if I succeed, I get all the credit. And if I fail, I don't have to look too far to see who to blame. And you know something? I'm good with that. There's nothing like living the experience in order to empathize with others that are in that same situation. Rob, you, you've really, I think, enlightened us about the constructive and productive ways to work with outside counsel. I am sure we have listeners that are thinking to themselves, hey, I like this guy. I'd like to get in touch with him. So what's the best way for someone to reach out and get in touch with you, Rob? Best way would be uh, through email, and it's my initials, Bars and Robert Emmons and Mark B as in Bovarnik at R, my uh, first initial, my first name, and then my last name, B as in boy, O, B as in Victor, A-R-N-I-C-K.com. We will put that in the show notes, so to make it easy for people to reach out, uh, Rob also put your LinkedIn address in there 
again, let's make it easy for people. All right, we're now getting towards the end. This is my fun time because I like to put our guests on the spot and make them offer a gift to our audience. Rob, you are on that hot seat. What can you do for our audience? When I first started my practice, one of the things that I did was I came up with a different way of billing, something called legal access, which in a nutshell is blocks of hours at discounted rates. One of the other things I did was I came up with something called legal audit. Now, legal audit is about 25 or so questions dealing with the health of the business, running from the proverbial soup to nuts. And it's something that I offer to my clients and for people who have been listening to this show and mention the show, I would be happy to do a legal audit for you. That is fabulous. Rob, you have been an amazing guest. I encourage everyone to reach out to Rob. Take advantage of his generous gifts that he's willing to offer to everyone. And until next time, let's continue to crush it out there.